Hey guys, and welcome back to My Dog Has Fleas podcast. Uh, sorry I took a bit of a hiatus there, but not to worry, we are back with regular scheduled programming. Where have I been, you ask? I took a little unplanned break. Things get a little hectic, and then I had a death in the family, so you know, I'm back now. Fully recharged and ready to go again. What a great segue into today's topic, mental breaks, which we sometimes need and are overdue, dogs included. Now, what have I been up to during this break? I'm excited for the future of my business and this channel. We've got a lot of things in the works over here in My Dog Has Fleas headquarters, and a lot of things have happened since we last came on. It's amazing how time flies, and bam, you're two months without an episode. My absence has given way to a great topic of breaks and mental breaks. Taking time to step away and focus on yourself can lend some great perspective and allow you to reevaluate your goals and path. So without further ado, let's get into it. What are mental breaks and how does it benefit you and your dog? I think at some point in all of our lives, we all go through some stress and need a little time to decompress, to unwind, relax, and recharge. For dogs, this may look like a dog who is anxious of their environment, a dog who is hyper-aware, a reactive dog, all sorts. Taking a break from those strenuous activities can do a lot for your mental health and your dogs. It gives you both time to live comfortably and peacefully for a moment without the stresses of having to be on guard or aware. It allows for some much-needed time to heal. Avoiding dog burnout in training is probably something we don't always hear about or talk about. We probably think about it as a human being having burnout or a trainer having burnout, a doctor having burnout, but we never think about the effects it has on a dog. So some things to consider when you are looking at your dog um, and you're wondering if they're burnt out, you know, some telltale signs are like frustration. How are they feeling? Um, Are they distracted? Are they disengaged? Are they having a lot of outbreaks or outbursts on their, with their responses to things that are going on in their environment? Um, You know, are they overwhelmed? Are they anxious? Are they always living in a high uh, state of awareness? That sort of thing. So these are things to look for. And it is a kindness to have a break for your dog. Um, You know, respect their feelings because their emotions are valid. Everyone's emotions in this world are valid. You are not the person who's feeling that way. Um, You may think they're not valid, but everyone's feelings are valid. And we need to respect our dogs um, and what they are telling us. As a person with a fearful dog who is sensitive about what seems to be everything, I found it helpful to take days off training, from putting Amelia through situations that tested her abilities. Things that may be challenging to her are non-issues for most dogs, walking on the street with other people, sweeping the house, or lint rolling the couch to name a few. So we take breaks and during that time she's safely tucked away from the environment, outside our front door, and I stop doing the things that frighten her while in her presence, like lint rolling the couch or sweeping. These breaks allowed me to let my guard down and not always be on and 10 steps in front of Amelia. And for Amelia, it calmed her anxiety and allowed her to feel at ease, just be comfortable, just be a dog, do what she needed to do for herself. And when we finally emerge from our home, we're both in good spirits and ready to take on the world. Training isn't linear. There's a lot of back and forth. There's not a clear cut path. It's forced us to backtrack and not always move forward. The goal is to enjoy Amelia in all environments. That's my goal, maybe not hers. But the number one priority is to help her feel safe and in doing so, not jumping ahead and putting her right back into situations that she can't handle. We've taken two decompression breaks in her five years that I've had her, one in 2019 and the other in 2020. Both times something triggered her, her fear response, and she retreated home. She taught me a great deal during this time. Uh, She refused to leave the house. Uh, She just wouldn't come out. Um, They both lasted about a month um, in duration. So we played it safe and stayed in the backyard. And when she was ready and worked up to having the front door open, um, going out onto the porch, exploring the front yard, sitting on the porch, going a few houses here and there, that's how she ended up learning to love outside my front door again. Her breaks lasted a month, 
or so. Uh, and I'm not saying that if you choose to have a break with your dog that they need to be this long. Amelia's break was long due to her fear and giving her the freedom and safe space to choose when she wanted to engage in front yard things. Um, there is no time for breaks in my book. And I say this because they can be as long as one month like Amelia or as short as one day to recover from an event. I call those shorter breaks recovery days. We have those days too. We recently got back from a friend's house. Um, Amelia was playing with her two dogs and uh, we spent about 36 hours there. We left on a Friday afternoon. We returned home um, around midnight early Sunday morning uh, or just after midnight and when we got home you can see Amelia was exhausted she had a great time hanging with my friend's dogs um, she was also on a higher alert um, having to be around people that they're not completely estranged like she knows them um, she is still coming around in in building her her trust circle uh, but she doesn't completely let her guard down so her sleeping patterns were disrupted um, you know watching to see where they are and keeping tabs on them you know still engaging and playing with the dog and and having all that so she was just pretty exhausted um, when we got home so we spent the whole day on Sunday resting and recovering uh, that is also a decompression day, although not as long. So depending on the situation, I would say seven days is a good amount to break for, um, as this allows your dog to decompress fully for their hormones or brain chemicals to return to the regular levels, um, just, to, just to relax, get back to baseline. Um, for a dog who is reactive on walks and seeing many dogs, it may be needed um, to allow them to relax. So changing your walking time and route can also help with breaks. Breaks do not mean you have to stay cooped up in the house. It just means you're staying away from what stresses your dog out. During that time, your dog doesn't need to feel the stress of those events. They're able to enjoy the moments without rehearsing previous behavior, which inhibits your ability to pattern new ones. For example, if scooters, bicycles, and strollers stress your dog out and you're walking your dog on Lakeshore, and see a lot of them, change your route. Go to a park with lots of greenery and grass instead. So less walking paths, you're gonna see less bikes unless they're on the grass, um, less places for people to push their strollers. Uh, go into the middle of a field, give them a lot of space and just change it up. Sometimes a dog doesn't need the break as much as the humans do. Uh, there's the other side to that coin. Dog behavior does take a toll on us um, and we just want the best for our dogs and we're always on and we're always on guard. We're always on alert. We're always looking. We have to be ahead of them. We have to set them up for success and sometimes that could be overwhelming for us to be in those situations and to train. So take that time for yourself as well. If you feel as though you're not able to present and be your best self for your dog, I want you to take those breaks as well. And this is not to be confused with laziness. Um, that's a whole other story, but I do want you guys to know that it is okay for you to have breaks in your training. You do not always have to go, go, go and get the next thing. Um, I remember when I first started training with Amelia that I had like an Excel sheet. It was crazy. And I was just logging everything that she did. Um, and Amelia is a different dog. Excel sheets? She doesn't follow those. <laughs> um, and in the middle of one of our Excel sheets um, where I was tracking behavior, she had one of those triggering moments when she saw a child, it was a student running towards her on the first day of school and they were actually running to a friend behind us, but she didn't know. She just saw this kid running at her uh, and that's when she shut down. And that was one of the events that um, we had to go home and she spent a month in the house. And this was all her letting me know what works for her and what doesn't. And so we spent our month in the house and we built up to her coming back out um, and she was wonderful. She was wonderful until COVID happened. And then with COVID, she didn't want to leave. And you probably know this story from a previous blog where I talked about like accepting your dogs. Um, this is just a side note to give you some backstory on what triggered Amelia and how breaks helped her. 
um, by not bringing her back out because essentially I'm flooding her. I'm bringing her back out into situations that she can't handle. So we're just going to take a break. We're going to say, you know, no pressure on you to engage, not engage, do whatever you want. Just stay in the house, uh, be in the backyard, do what you need to do. And then we'll come out on your terms. And that's exactly what we did. Um, I also have a client's dog that I'm working with. We did a break with him early on uh, when I started with them. And it was about a a week or so that the dog wasn't out. Um, He's reactive to other dogs. And we just chose to give him a little break because we were seeing him and his responses to dogs were almost daily. And that's a lot for a dog to process. You always go out on a walk and you want it to be enjoyable. But then there's these things that are happening around you. So that walk is not enjoyable for that dog. And we needed to just slow things down and reevaluate what's going on. And then that way we were able to show up better for him and reintroduce him into the environment slowly uh, where he could be successful. And now he's doing great. We're seeing dogs all over the place. Um, He does have his moments, but you know what? His recovery is so much better. Um, So yeah, in this podcast, we're just talking about mental breaks, how they are beneficial to you. Uh, Be kind to yourself and take them as you need them. You do not need to always keep moving forward. Um, It's always nice and that's the end goal, but just know that breaks are part of the training plan. In addition to switching up their routine, um, you know, with the walking and that sort of thing, um, watch your repetitions on um, your training. So how often are you performing these tasks that can be challenging? How often are you encountering these triggers um, while outside? Um, How can you set yourself up for success? What can you do differently? Um, Remember, training isn't linear. You hear me say this a lot. Um, it's because it's not. We want to make sure that we are going back and forth and we're not always challenging the dog um, and they're having to anticipate what's next. Predictability is their friend. Um, so incorporate fun stuff into their training as well, right? So you had an off day, take a break, go do something fun the next day. Um, you're working on something challenging, incorporate something fun into that that program as well. And keep your sessions really short to avoid burnout. You do not want to overwork your dog. I preach this a lot whenever I meet new clients and we're talking about, you know, homework and that sort of thing. I'm in your home for an hour. You're not training for an hour. We are working with your dog. We're giving your dog breaks. We are playing. We are talking. We are uh, having pee-pee breaks. We're doing all sorts of things, giving cookies for no reason, all that kind of stuff. Keep your training sessions short and have a positive attitude both of you. (laughs) Breaks will do wonders for you. It leaves you both wanting to do more when you leave your sessions on a high note and you're both reeling from the great feelings that you have. Start on a positive attitude, a positive note, and end on a positive note. All right, that's all I got for you. Take care, guys. Until next time. (laughs) 